Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with Sports. Des Moines Christians net play powered them to a sweep over Atlantic in a Class 3A regional quarterfinal volleyball match on their home court last night. The Lions posted scores of 25-9, 25-6, and 25-8 in the first set. Atlantic took a 2-0 lead with a couple of early blocks. However, the Lions cranked up the offense and Hadley Hardison drilled 14 straight serves to lead the home team to a big lead. The Lions' two outside hitters, Gabby Bartek and Gabby Lombardi, provided the firepower during the 14-0 run. Abby Muller, Jillian Satoff, and Peyton Harder mustered a handful of blocks early for the Trojans. The Lions opened up a 13-0 lead in the second set and kept their foot on the gas and the Trojans in their rearview mirror to a 25-6 win. And the Lions broke up on a 6-4 lead in the final set, outscoring the Trojans 19-4 to the finish line. Frontline players Skylar Vanderpool, Sidney Brinkmeyer, and Andrea Leinbach got into the act and the final set to secure the three-set win. Hadley Hardison finished the night with 13 assists and 8 digs. Gabby Lombardi averaged 2.7 kills per set. And Sidney Brinkmeyer, 5 blocks. Alliance at 333 and a serve efficiency of 95.9%. Des Moines Christian moves to 35-7 and and faces off against Van Meter on Thursday. Atlantic bows out at 8-25. Afterwards, Atlantic head coach Michelle Blake had this to say. You know, we had four seniors that they were four kids that I don't know between the four of them miss more than a handful of open gyms, you know, between the four of them this summer. And so, um, you know, we knew it was going to be a tall task. Um, You know, I I think we talked about off air, you know, this last week, we're going to have to play near perfect. Uh, We're going to have to play a near perfect game to beat a team like this. Um, And they they did everything we knew they were going to do. We just didn't necessarily execute things on our end. Um, Our hitters didn't execute the way that we needed to. you know, our servers, especially the ones that I knew we were going to be able to be successful against our server receives. Um, you know, we missed serves and we didn't hit spots. You know, we served right at the libero who has like 430 digs on the air. You know, she's a phenomenal passer, you know. And so just just little things, you know, little things that we have gone wrong all year long that, you know, ultimately came back again to bite us in the butt. So, uh, you know, that's something that, you know, we challenge the girls in the huddle is, you know, we can't wait until next August to get better. You know, no matter what we do, we got to go out. We got to play basketball. We got to go out for track. We've got to go play club volleyball. Go, go compete in something. Uh, go get in the weight room and make yourself better as an individual. And so, no matter what, you know, and, and even to the seniors, that's the same message. Don't wait. Go get better now. You know, um, and and that's for that's for any kid. You know, you you can't wait until the season starts and then expect things to all of a sudden just come together. So. You know, that's one thing that we're just going to have to continue to work on, um, you know, as we build a program. And I know this year, you know, it was a big rebuilding year for us. You know, there was only one of these girls that even played in this game last year when we played Des Moines Christian. I think I counted there's only four even on the returning roster from last year. So that's just something that, you know, we, we have to continue to work on and continue when we're talking about building a program. So, but ultimately, you know, I couldn't have been more proud of our girls. You know, they came out. Um, they battled, you know, a few things here or there. You know, we started off really solid in the set, and I think it was set one and two. You know, they ended up getting out to like a 10-1, to 12-2 lead in both of those sets, and you just can't do it. You, against a team like this, you don't have the room to make those kind of mistakes, and it wasn't anything that necessarily Des Moines Christian did to overpower us. They did exactly what we had prepared for them to do. Uh, we just made too many mistakes on our end. Atlantic head coach Michelle Blake. Let's take a look at the uh, rest of the scores in 3A Region 3. Clarenda swept Clark 
Des Moines Christian again over Atlantic. And Van Meter beat Green County three sets to two. Red Oak took out Harlan in three sets. Class 4A Region 2, Denison Sleswig over Carroll three sets to two. And Winterset took three from Creston. Class 4A Region 3, Humboldt three and one over Storm Lake. And Fort Dodge swept Perry in three sets. Class 4A Region 4, Lamar's over Sarge Bluff Luton three sets to two. And Sioux Center. Uh, Blank Spencer, 3-0. In 5A Region 2, Iowa City West, 3. Waterloo East, nothing. Well, a state qualifying cross-country gets underway this afternoon, and Atlantic head coach Dan Vargason talks about the girls' competitions. Atlantic heads to winter set for a 4 o'clock start today. Yeah, well, first I want to give credit to the, the state. They did a good job of splitting up districts this year. I thought it uh, looked like they, they made things relatively even. Um, and in our district, we've got, um, on the girls' side, the, the teams, I guess, to contend with. We have Ballard, who's ranked third in the state. They're a quality team. Um, Glenwood girls, they're very talented. Uh, Lewis Central, they were ahead of us also at Hawkeye 10 by about 20 points. Uh, Winter set, we've been battling with them all season. So uh, I would say those four and us are all kind of competing for those three spots. Um, you know, and I, I, I'm excited for it. It's a good opportunity. Um, we saw where we measured up with Lewis Central at conference, and now it's time to go back and uh, put it all out on the course. And, and, and we're just, I think Claire said it best. It's just confidence and believing we can do it, go out and race. Yeah. Um, it, it's nice this year. We don't have any pressure. We're not ranked. We're not supposed to do anything. We just get to go in and run free. And, um, you know, that, that sometimes can be an advantage. Uh, we get to go hunting instead of being hunted. Uh, so it's going to be a good opportunity for our girls. And the boys? It's very talented with the Lewis Central boys being top three team. Glenwood being, I think, about eighth in, in winter set, 14th, 15th. But then Kemper's there, and they've been ahead of us as well, and they've been running well as of late. Um, so, again, it's going to be some good competition. Uh, we have the opportunity, again, on the boys' side to go. If we run the way we're capable, we can put ourselves in the mix, um, give ourselves a, a shot. We are outside looking in on that side as well. Um, and then we have some individuals on both sides either way that, that have a chance to go contend as well and have a good opportunity to get to Fort Dodge. So we're excited to go in and, and have a good opportunity with a place that we've been three out of the last four years. So we have a lot of kids that are pretty familiar with Winterset. Once again, that meet starts at 4 o'clock. I'll be in Winterset this afternoon, and we'll have those results posted on our website at westerniowatoday.com and aired tomorrow morning during our sports broadcasts. Iowa Hawkeye Tory Taylor has been named the Big Ten Co-Special Teams Player of the Week. This is now the second straight week and the fifth time that the punter has been named to the weekly honor. The Australian native ranks first in the Big Ten and is fourth in the country in yards per punt, average at 48.3 yards per punt. He punted 10 times this past weekend and averaged 50.6 yards per punt, half of which were over 50 yards. Taylor punted so far that he tied his career high with a 62-yard punt. And the Iowa State Cyclones have another player named the Big 12 Special Teams Award for the second time this season, Chase Contreras was named as a Big 12 Special Teams Player of the Week. Contreras was a key player in the Cyclones' 30-10 win last Saturday in their game against Cincinnati. The Missouri Valley-Iowa native went 3-for-3 three three on field goals while also converting on a fake field goal attempt. They ended up in a Cyclone touchdown. He also went 3-for-3 three three on point-after attempts as well, going perfect in that game. I'm Tom Robinson with this sports update on 95.7 FM and 96.5 FM KSOM.